I am Laura. And this is Kara. And I'm Josh. Yeah, Josh is going to hang out. joined today. This is a fun topic. <laughs> it's going to be hanging out. All right. We're going to talk about um, all the exotics and farm animals that we get at the shelter. We don't just take in dogs and cats. Which I had no clue. The whole, we have to take every animal that comes to our door, literally means every animal that comes to our door. And th- th- I know the list is pretty long. I was really surprised about some of the things that have come through you guys' door. We almost always have a pig. We have rabbits, guinea pigs. We've seen a huge surge in guinea pig surrenders this year, which <laughs> never crossed my mind would ever be I, a problem I was no, facing. I thought wow. that would be a pretty good, easy way to rehome a guinea pig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, we've gotten alligators, small reptiles, uh, bearded dragons. We had a camel several years ago. Shot the front no door. way. Yes. <laughs> we had a camel. What? <laughs> he was a, a teenager, I guess, an adolescent. I don't know all the details of the, the case, but there was a situation where these animals, I think someone was running like a, a petting zoo type yeah. situation. Oh, <laughs> like okay. So. Okay. And so and the camel came to He did just with stroll us. into town. Oh, he did not just stroll into town. That would be better. <laughs> I'm just picturing him walking down the... He did not surrender himself to the shelter. But <laughs> oh, wow. Cows, horses. Yo, you guys have gotten cows. Okay. Goats. Several goats that were people's pets that got loose, like stray goats that people have called in. And we've gone and gotten the goat. And then we had someone pick up their goat in a, I think it was a Honda Civic a couple weeks ago. And he got in the right, right in the front seat. And they went home. <laughs> well, I love that. And yeah. He got loose and he got found. Okay. Yeah. So, That's good. So I, I'm just mentally picturing these, all these exotic animals, like, like, where they're not going to be obviously in the Next facility with Fido. the dogs and the cats. Yeah, <laughs> like where, where do you? I would put love them? that. Would be a great picture walking into the kennel, <laughs> seeing a camel, right? Camel, pit bull, pit bull, goat. <laughs> you know, and some horses and stuff and everything. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it, it might calm down those dogs. Uh, be scared. They'll just yeah. be yeah. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> so we have a barn, which is something we're excited for with the new building, is to improve our exotic and livestock. Um, yeah living areas we have a barn and then we have um, a room that we have for the bunnies and the small you know pocket pets yeah and then we just kind of find where to put them our alligator we had uh most recently our foster coordinator had him in her office in a tank he was only like a oh. foot and a half long <laughs> he wasn't just yeah. roaming. Get a leash. <laughs> uh, we had a bird um, a parakeet we've had parrots tortoises ducks Wow. We, oh, chickens. Chickens. Oh, chickens right. all the time. And roosters, too. And roosters. So I, like, I could see that. So do you guys take pictures of them and put them on, like, the website? Sometimes I'll see bunnies on there, but are, or do you have, like, a special, like, coordination with groups that, you know, for camels or goats? <laughs> yeah, or the, camel, the popular camel group, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> for our, yeah, camel overpopulation problem in Marion <laughs> County. That could be its own episode. It's, it's <laughs> oh, I have tears. Oh. Okay. Oh. But uh, it's mainly through rescue groups and special placements. Our okay. rescue coordinator um, works with quite a few different organizations that take specialty animals. Critters Chance, they're local, and they do a lot of small mammals. They'll t- also take chickens, reptiles. And then uh, Oinking Acres is a pig sanctuary and oh, rescue. The they help name. us out a lot. And there's many more. I don't want to leave anybody out. Right, o- um, Oinking Acres. Oinking yes. Acres. Isn't that oh the gosh. best? I want to go there. You should take your kids. They do, like, you can go and visit the pigs and... Checklist. Care, we're oh, going to be doing this yes. soon. We're, we're making our spring break, like, list. <laughs> it's not a bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Yeah, it's super fun. And it's actually ran by um, a teenager. Her name's Olivia. And she runs the, she runs Winking Acres. Yeah. That's awesome. They're pretty amazing. So they'll take our pigs and you are not, it's against city ordinance to own a pig in Marion County. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Even the little pot belly. Even the little pot bellies. Oh, okay. So do, do they have the same rules that like a dog and cat have? So if someone, let's say find a wandering pig and which I, has happened which is so strange yeah like he's just wandering and i get him into my car and i bring him down to you and i was like i can't keep this pig i found him does is it does it go in the barn for 14 days like is there a wait time for the you know like if they're not animal surrenders if yeah. they're like i found this we have to hold them for 32 business hours okay and then we're able to send them to a rescue so we had a Got pig it. recently we lovingly named him tyrone pigums <laughs> thank you thank you tom wow that just definitely needs to be the title of this podcast yeah <laughs> i just want the job of naming animals it's pretty fun it's fun and it's really fun naming the the exotics and the, exactly. the livestock but tyrone pigums uh, tyrone pigums he came to us as a stray really yeah he just got out and someone found him someone found him um, and they called an animal control officer which i would think would be Kind of your next step if there was a giant pig randomly just in your yard. Yes. Tyrone uh, was quite large, so. Oh, he, so he wasn't a pot belly. He was, he was a pig a, pig. He was a pig pig, yeah. like a farm pig. What? And is Like when you say quite large, like, I mean, estimate pounds. Uh, 250, 300 pounds. Oh, that's a big boy. Yeah. That's a big boy. I mean, they, they get bigger, but yeah, that's big. That's a big, yeah. Uh, well, we know because we go to the fair. Okay. Right. <laughs> and he is uh hooves were really overgrown they needed to be trimmed oh. so i don't think anyone we don't think anyone had been caring for him and no sure. one claimed him um fortunately Oinking acres came and got him oh uh, good right after his stray hold but we had a lot of fun naming him and oh, i bet and i've discovered i have a i pigs have been like my lifelong favorite animal but this mm. is the first time i've ever really interacted with them on a regular basis yeah, I mean, they have personality they for, do for, they're for a lot of fun stubborn they um, are very intelligent and they hate to be carried or picked up Oh, the sound of a pig <laughs> yeah. you're trying to move <laughs> is one you will never forget. Uh, <laughs> it's like a murder. <laughs> it is. It's horrible. Yeah. Yes. Very high pitched. I can hear it now. So when the pigs leave, we all just kind of go to the barn and try and corral them and lure them out with food. Oh, and that's right. You said like apples. And stuff yeah. Like that. You're trying to like. Got it. Totally not my job description, but one of my favorite work <laughs> things has Keeps become. Keeps life interesting. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Think about all the cocktail stories you can tell. With yeah. That. That's awesome. Yeah, loading that, helping to load the pigs and taking them down food. And uh, sometimes we'll let them run in our pasture just to get exercise. And yeah, it's fun watching a pig run. So oh, I love it. there's so many things I love about that. So like your barn, how many animals do you have in it right now? Right now, we just have one. We have a pig name. I'm sorry, I'm blanking his name, but we have a pig that came into us as an owner's surrender because you aren't allowed to own pigs in Marion County. Okay. That's the main source of our pigs. Okay. Uh, is pigs that either people have called on because they see their neighbor has a pig. They don't want the pig in their neighborhood. Got it. So they report the pig to animal control and then our officers pick them up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And are you allowed to have like goats? And because we had a neighbor that lived behind us that had a goat not too long ago. You can have goats. And you can have chickens. You can have chickens. There are some new zoning ordinances regarding livestock. So I would okay. definitely check if you're looking into beginning urban farming or getting mm-hmm. chickens. There's a limit on how many chickens you can own, I believe. And roosters. Roosters are more the problem because of the crowing. Sure. Yeah, noise, yeah. We yeah. actually have one in our neighborhood. We do. Mm-hmm. So there's Shh. been some recent. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
new ordinances on okay. how many you can have. So definitely check before you, you begin that. And think about it too. We've We've seen a huge uptake in chickens coming to the shelter because you said. it's a lot of work caring for an animal. I mean, farm yeah. animals are the same and people will start, uh, you know, small, you know, chicken coops on, at home for fun and then realize it's more than they can handle or it gets out of control and then they have too many. And and, and at, at a certain age, the chickens quit laying eggs. They do. And yeah. there could be a few few years, I think. Mm-hmm. That, we, have, we have a couple of friends that, that had them. Maybe they don't know what to do with i don't know they're just hanging out (laughs) if they're not laying eggs yeah i guess i mean you keep them let them retire out their life i guess yeah Yeah. (laughs) we had friends that did that no like the the bunnies that you have on there like are do they seem to be adopted pretty fast because i've seen them on the websites our bunnies website yeah our bunnies we so another ordinance we have to have is any animal that we adopt out has to be spayed or neutered oh um including the bunnies oh Um, i I didn't it makes sense because (laughs) <laughs> multiplying bunnies yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. The, all those expressions are generally true about, <laughs> right. about rabbits so uh, we have to get them spayed and neutered before we can place them for adoption and it's a delicate surgery there's a couple yeah. clinics that we work with but there's usually a bit of a waiting list to get them in it's it. uh, rabbits are very fragile yeah so would that also be true of like a chicken <laughs> spay and neuter chicken. i'm sorry we do we do not spay and neuter the chickens <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sure there's listeners that are, that are thinking, you know, I was thinking the same thing. I know. Yeah, yeah. How, do you, how do you say it? I, was, I, think, I think that would be delicate too. So oh, my gosh. But yes. we, we send them to transfer partners, so then they handle. Got it. Because we have that in our ordinance. Like the camel. Like Someone the camel. else took care of that. Someone else took care of that. <laughs> we, didn't, we did not. But the rabbits, we've talked a lot about adopting out rabbits from the shelter, and it's absolutely something we would do. We found that once we get them spayed and neuter, other groups that already have established rabbit adoption programs yeah. will come and take the rabbits from the shelter for their program. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which okay. makes me, which I like because they're smaller groups and they're able to counsel more about rabbit ownership. Exactly. And that's their specialty. Up. That's their specialty. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, it's different than a dog or cat. They're kind of fragile creatures. Yeah. So we want to make sure that they're getting the proper education and getting set up, um, you know, so they can live their best life. And the guinea pigs and the hamsters and those kind of things. Is there? They go to rescue groups. Okay. Um, There's several groups that that take them and adopt them. And it's, I had a call um, earlier this month from a man who had 20 guinea pigs. What? 20 did guinea it, pigs. He didn't spay and neuter. He did not spay and neuter. <sighs> so... Three little guineas, a rescue partner worked with us to help get the, the guinea pigs from this gentleman and it had just gotten out of control. You yeah. know, it wasn't coming from like a bad place. And, you know, they took them and they were, they actually went and got a group of the guinea pigs from the man's house. He was an elderly gentleman. Okay. So we could get them as quickly as possible and get them spayed and neutered and set up for, for adoption. So that was some great teamwork to keep them out of the shelter too, because we're not really set up to house 20 guinea pigs. No. We had... A temporary crate set up and thank you to our animal control officers for being patient with us because we had all these guinea pig crates set up in their workspace oh my god because we didn't have any place else to put them right uh so we all have to be a little bit flexible sometimes right with your space so we had about half of them at the shelter and then our rescue partner went yeah. and got the rest of well, them well and then you're mixing all those different kinds of populations i mean like you have cats that normally don't get out but i mean like some are predatory mm-hmm. like our cat licorice loves birds i'm sure she would love a little guinea pig or a hamster or something. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. just, it's natural, you yeah. know? So yeah, you have to be really careful. And we, we think about that. We have our free roaming cat rooms in the lobby and the exotics room for the rabbits and small mammals 
is right off of that. So we're like, oh, better keep the door closed at yeah. night. Yeah. The cats gets out of the you know free roam area, and yeah, it's just like nature, like nature. A Tom and Jerry in. cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or even just goes in and you know scares the rabbits all night. And exactly. Sits there and stares at them. Like that's not good either. No. So. But now, what about the alligators? Is there a special rescue group for alligators? They Maybe. Critters Chance has taken some. We get very few. Knock on wood. Think. Knock on wood. We. Uh, <laughs> Snakes, yeah. Oh, snakes. Yeah, we get snakes snakes. fairly often. I mean, not often, often, but... Probably more so than alligators. More so than alligators. You know, I mean, actually, when we first moved to Indy, do you remember that? We had an apartment, and we got a knock on the door because we started noticing water. (laughs) And it turns out he had alligator. How big was that thing? Like, two. Uh, you went up there, it was like two feet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and the... the, A big tank. The tank cracked or something happened. And and all the water came out. And it was in an apartment, and he was on the third floor. Yeah. Wow, that's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you never know where they where they are. But yeah, so then you found someone for the alligator? Yeah, we found the special group for the, I don't remember where it went, but we found yeah. a special group for the alligator. And when we had the seven tortoises, because um, tortoises, they live, you know, incredibly long. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people, if you have a tortoise, um, I learned that it's even in, it's recommended to will your tortoise to someone if you own one, because there's a good chance the tortoise will outlive you. No way. This so. is crazy. Harrison Painter and I last night just had this conversation of all things. About tortoises? Yeah. He said that, well, he lived out in LA for a number of years and he said uh, peop- the people that had tortoises out in LA pretty high number he said he didn't he doesn't hear about that in indiana but in california it's a lot more like it's a more common, common pet yeah oh my god but yeah it's the longevity factor because i mean they can live 100 plus years yeah right? so and you can't just like you, know, you got fred the tortoise or ted the tortoise you can't just like release him <laughs> no. right because he's been domesticated yeah okay and we've we were, we're working on some partnerships with the indianapolis zoo you know, oh, and, they, yeah. and we have several volunteers that work for the zoo and, you know, we can, you know, call them if we have a question about oh, breed or, amazing. and that's the thing too. I mean, we don't know. We've gotten some rare turtles into the shelter that were, you needed a permit um, to own or weren't, uh, some of them you weren't even allowed to own. So then we oh. have to work through DNR to find appropriate placement for them. It can wow. get pretty interesting. Your guys' network is just amazing. Yeah. It's pretty vast. It so. is. But we always need more help, especially... You know, sometimes we get these animals in and there's no one on staff that really knows how they care for them because we haven't encountered yeah. a boa constrictor boa, yeah, or whatever. whatever it may be. Um, so if you are an exotics enthusiast and you're interested in volunteering at the oh. shelter, we'd love to have someone who we could call and say, hey, you're, you know, you know how to take care of this specific type of animal. We got one in, want to come in and help. Oh, that's awesome. Good it, shout out. Yeah. Indiana House Rabbit Society has been just absolutely instrumental in helping us with our rabbits their volunteers are angels. They come in and they will help um, clean and care for the rabbits. If we get uh, a large group come in, oh. they'll medically triage the rabbits. Okay. They've even taught, um, come in and done a couple talks with our staff on rabbit care and rabbit behavior. Because fantastic, we just didn't know. We wanted yeah. to make sure we were caring for them properly and sure. giving them what they need. And then they'll go out too sometimes if there's they've heard of rabbits being dumped. There was a group of rabbits that they found underneath, someone found underneath a trash compactor. Oh. They were domestic rabbits, so and it just yeah, you can't just release them. No, you know, they like don't the, know what to do. Right, yeah, they've never lived outside, and so Indiana House Rabbit Society volunteers went out and got those rabbits. They brought them to the shelter. They bathed them. They helped us get them set up. So that's it. Really takes a village, especially with yeah. some of these more unique species that have special needs. Because our staff, we're already caring for the you know three hundred dogs and hundred fifty right. cats, and if we have an animal that needs 
Yeah, one-on-one care. Yeah, specialized care. And you just took away. Yeah. And you got, yeah, you guys don't have the staff for that. And we always make it work. I mean, we just, I mean, we'll always make it work. But if right. we have someone that really knows what they're doing to come in, it's really helpful. Well, I'm with Kara, what she just said, as far as the network, I had no idea how extensive mm-hmm. the network and how all the resources working together. And you, you have to be. But that's, to me, that's that's community coming together. It yeah. really is. Yeah, and just being able to have all these specialties in order to solve this problem together, right? Yeah, and it's one of those things, like, when you think of uh, the shelter, you don't, this is all the stuff behind that you would never know that in any given day. Yeah, like in any different, you know, I just think about cats and dogs. Yeah. But I never would have thought a camel was going to walk through the door. No. You know, <laughs> yeah. and like, and then some camel expert walks in, you or, know, or like. Tyrone McPigums, right? Is that <laughs> yeah, it? Tyrone Piggums. <laughs> Tyrone. Oh, it's just Tyrone Piggums. <laughs> he can be McPigums. We can keep going with him. I like love it. He's fantastic. And I love that there's someone out there for no matter what species we've gotten in, there's someone that we've reached out to or found and that's like, that's their spirit animal. Like they're so into that. I think they're so cool. It's so cool that there's sugar glider people, there's bearded dragon people, you know, that are just out there, you know, ready to help. And in the spring we get a lot of uh, injured wildlife, like baby raccoons, baby squirrels. Yeah. what What do you do with that? So we really want to encourage people if, an animal seems healthy. If it's a wild animal, please leave it alone. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need you. Right. If it's, if it's sick or injured, you know, we're happy, we can help. Right. There's a, a list on the D- DNR's website of licensed rehabbers Got that it. you can reach out to directly or that can talk you through caring for, and I'm not talking if it's like seriously injured, but if right. it's just, you know, abandoned or it's clear that it needs assistance, they can talk you through maybe a couple of days of care until they can have Help a place. Yeah. That's so funny. We actually had that happen when I was little. We were doing construction in my family's home and uh, a mom walked in because it was summertime and there was plastic and a mom walked in a raccoon, mom raccoon, I should specify, <laughs> <laughs> with a whole, you know, all of her little ones. And we, my, I guess my dad shoot them out when they came in. And, um, and then the next morning we heard kind of like a screaming sound, kind of like a cat screaming sound. And it turns out that one of them got caught in the like cement rubble. Oh no. And then we waited, but she was so little or he, I don't know, was so tiny. And um, of course we were little and we started handling it and everything mm. like that. But Turns out, like, uh, the mailman came by, and he used to have a family raccoon pet, and so he took him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But, there you go. But, yeah, it's just, you don't think it will happen to you, but it's good to know that yeah. there's places you can call for help. And we have our network in the shelter that we use when we start getting in that, you know, baby raccoons that need placement. Because something happened to mom or something, something like that. Something happened to mom. Mm-hmm. But we want, we want the public to wait. Cause yeah. Because several of the species, you know, the parents will go out and forage for food you know, during the day and leave them alone or at night and leave them alone just because you don't see mom right there. Doesn't mean. Doesn't mean they're abandoned. Right, so right. It's always better to wait and see if, if mom comes back. Yeah. And there's lots of good information online about how long to wait and how to not disturb the nest. And Yeah, yeah. Wait, don't bring it to the shelter right yeah, away. Yeah, don't bring it to the shelter right away. Do not go out and collect all of your neighborhood wildlife. <laughs> bring it <laughs> yeah. to the shelter. Yeah, well, we'll, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll warn our kids. Um, <laughs> but have you guys gotten actual pet raccoons before? We have actually. We've gotten I a couple. About that. We've gotten a couple, and uh, I believe they went to um, our rehabber. Her name's Katia. She lives in Martinsville. That we work with closely. And she loves raccoons. She loves raccoons. It's amazing. Yeah, and All they're different. cute. I mean, she 
she'll post videos of them, you know, playing. She has toys for them. And but you have to be careful with a pet raccoon because they're very ambidextrous. They're sneaky and very yeah. curious. They'll get into things in your house. It looks like it's like having a, a two-year-old or a oh. three-year-old. Yeah, very ambulatory. That's what we need, Kara. No. <laughs> very ambulatory. Like, yeah, yeah be, basically giving one of our, our dogs or a cat a thumb. Yeah. And that would be the end. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take over the house. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so we talked about with the, the wildlife, you know, leave them mm-hmm. alone, take a minute, see what's really going on. If you happen to see a stray goat um, or pig or cow or sheep or something roaming around camel. your camel <laughs> roaming around your neighborhood um it's best to call an animal control officer and you can report mm-hmm. that through the mayor's action line or the yeah. request in the app yeah so that, that's so easy to use by the way put a little plug there like i we use we've used the app several times yeah it's super easy you download it and mm-hmm. you can just you know do it real quick um i wouldn't recommend trying to approach them on your own unless you're skilled in dealing a with a trained it. professional <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, except uh, I saw a stray goat in my neighborhood last summer. I was out in my backyard and I looked across the fence line and it took me a minute for my mind to register what I was seeing, but it was a goat. Yeah. And so naturally I put my four-year-old in the stroller and we went to go look for the stray goat. Because <laughs> that's what you do. Because that's what you do. But you brought a leash. <laughs> <laughs> Just a new adventure. Yeah. It was hiding under a car down the road. And then I, oh, yeah, I called uh, an officer but i wanted to give him a better idea of of where the goat was and well yeah it had uh turns out it had gone to they'd hired the goat for a birthday party <gasps> oh no way yeah like a petting zoo kind and, of thing and it escaped from Got their him. house <laughs> and the owner of the goat had been looking it was on next door. I got on next door to report okay. it because I was like, oh, this is hot news. And no, there was yes. already like this big threat about this goat and the situation. And, and you rescued it. So we are <laughs> uh, actually one of our volunteers. I also posted it on Facebook. One of our volunteers happened to be nearby and she went and looked and she did have a leash and walked up to the goat and he came right to her and she put him on a leash and just held him and waited for the officer. He was very domesticated. Right. Right, obviously, uh, petting. Oh my there. gosh, the And then there was a happy yeah. ending to that one. I yeah. like that. Yeah, we re- he, we got him back to the owner, and he was fine. So we, yeah, I'm going back to what you said, uh, like the actual renting a goat for a birthday party. Oh, you never I heard mean, of them? No. Yeah, you can have petting zoos, and they actually come to your house, like in your backyard. What a cool like idea! Yeah, don't get any ideas. <laughs> Maybe not this goat. I don't think he was happy with his job placement. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> He chewed a hole through the fence. Like he made his own. So this is enough. What a fun topic. Yeah. Yeah. The lighter side. Yes. The lighter side of animal care services. Exactly.